today, the left gets violent at the idea that it might be more inconvenient to kill their own children. Also, apparently the CDC used location data from millions of phones to see if Americans were really obeying their COVID orders. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Hump Day. I'm joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, who actually wore a button-up shirt. Collar! It's got a collar! I love it. I'm impressed. <laughs> I feel very, very loved today. I don't know what the occasion is. I know it's not this show, but I appreciate it nonetheless. All for you. All for you, girl. <laughs> also joined by Caleb Bonham, uh, political commentator. And uh, you know what? I always have to get a dig at you. Caleb, I don't know why you're still. He's a, he lives in Austin. I don't know how you can how you can do that. Yeah, you know why you would do that to yourself. You got to torture yourself sometimes. It's true to grow yeah, to, as a person. Yeah, to appreciate the finer things in life, <laughs> you have to know how bad it can actually it's true, be. It's true. That's, that's awesome. Who did Jesus hang out with? Taxpayers, <laughs> prostitutes, stuff like that. I, I get it. I get what this you're man, doing. This man knows. <laughs> this man gets it. Um, I want to talk about, uh, I guess, <clears throat> the real Austin. We call Austin, of course, mini California, mini LA. Uh, violence broke out in Los Angeles yesterday night as abortion rights protesters threw rocks and bottles at Los Angeles police officers and then apparently smashed a Department of Homeland Security cruiser's window. They uh, sparked a citywide tactical alert. Uh, so here is one of these. You can see they're smashing out the windows. Just absolutely no fear of repercussions, which is just so cute. Uh, at least one officer was injured uh, throughout all of these protests. There was another video that was surfacing uh, that showed um, a woman really getting up in an officer's face. And he kept saying, back up, back up, back up. You guys need to back up. Nobody was listening to him. In fact, more people uh, came up in his face. So pretty scary, especially when you think about the fact that um, we're talking about California, where none of their rights are going to be restricted. Like, they will probably be able to <clears throat> abort their babies uh, by, before they're two, maybe? I don't know. Years old is what I mean. Uh, Post-birth abortions, of course, is the direction that California is headed. Yet these women, I guess, are maybe listening to CNN and Brian Stelter say that the abortion is about to be banned, and they are, just don't know how to react except with anger, because at the end of the day, we know liberal white women are very angry. Yeah. I mean, no, they probably don't know. That's one of the problems. I don't think they really do know what any of this actually means. I saw a protester was holding up a sign in D.C., and the sign said, I just saw this on Twitter, said, I wish my mom would have aborted me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but what? You're exactly. No, if you <laughs> asked her, you realize that would mean you would not be alive. Yeah. And she'd probably be like, what? what? That doesn't make... No, these people are stupid. They're absolutely stupid. Nothing is official yet. Right, Nothing right. is official yet, and this is already what's happening. Yeah. This is going to get a lot worse. And the leaker knew this. The leaker knew this was going to get worse. They yeah. knew people's lives would be in danger. That's they, why they, they did it. They play into it. I mean, that sign is ridiculous. There's a cop car just sitting on the side of the street, so it makes total sense that pro-abortion people would just destroy it. It's doing nothing. This will do you it. Know, they just yeah. go destroy it. I mean, that's what they do. Their whole, their whole <laughs> narrative is chaos. Um, you know, they, they don't think it through, which is 
how this whole debate has come about because overturning Roe v. Wade is not going to ban abortions across mm-hmm. the country. It's a talking point narrative, and they're just looking to you know, rally emotions and get people engaged for the upcoming midterms. I mean, that's why this was leaked. They need to try to generate motivate you know momentum for their base it's nothing besides political theater that's what it is yeah ca- chaos and emotions and what they can squeeze out of that chaos and emotions going forward so you're already seeing that you know they're already kind of tipping their hand on what they're going to go for bernie sanders instantly tweeted out we got to get rid of the mm-hmm. filibuster aoc followed along got to get rid of the filibuster whatever else they can do which will probably expand in the months ahead to pack the court okay finally let's do something whatever we can and the fundraising pushes <clears throat> the emails that oh, have been gosh. sent out i mean this is this is political theater because if you're actually being intellectually honest about what's going on, you know, and adhering to the Constitution, which we're all supposed to be playing by. We're all supposed to be sort of debating our ideas around how this country was founded and how, you know, our government is operating, the separation of powers and all that. Um, <clears throat> they're not. You know, they're, they're using what they can to try to generate revenue, to try to generate momentum so that they can hold power and push their agenda. That's all this is. I, I love I love that you brought that up because the left, we all we hear from them now is that we have to pr- protect and preserve democracy at all costs. Democracy is so important. We have to have our democracy. And here you see actual, I mean, what they would call democracy working, right? Because instead of uh, if, if this report is true and it holds and they do overturn Roe v. Wade, Uh, That would mean that the people who were unelected, just unelected appointees, would be saying, actually, we aren't the people who are supposed to be making these decisions for you. We're going to return the power to the people to be able to elect people to vote on these things for them. And the left is like, no, this is going to ruin everything. It's like, this is what you guys keep asking for. This is literally what you guys keep asking for. And by the way, if your talking point of abortion up until the point of birth and sometimes after is so (laughs) popular, you shouldn't have to worry about a damn thing. That's what they're scared of. Yeah. They know that still, even in 2020 is, or 2022, as tough as it is to, you know, maybe believe this, the majority of the country is still right-leaning. They still are conservative. They're, they live conservatively. You know, you take a look at how abortion actually is being played in practical lives, not through the, you know, the malice of the media. In 2020, the research arm of Planned Parenthood uh, said that there was about 800 to 900,000 abortions that occurred in America. That's a lot. 900,000, but there's 330 million people in America. Most of those people do not know somebody that has been directly affected by abortion in 2020. They do not, because you know you take a look at that ratio. Therefore, most people's opinions about abortion have already been made up. This is not mm-hmm. something that is going to sway or direct a lot of people. That is a that is a you know tentpole political uh, position you need to take when you start voting or you start thinking about these issues. That is, you know, abortion is one of the biggest issues people talk about in politics. Mm -hmm. So it's largely being played up, trumped up um, with no logical thought that it remains consistent in any way. They're not for the people, they're for an agenda. And that's what they're looking to push. Yeah, Jason, I want to get your thoughts on on that because I I keep Going back and forth on whether or not I think, you know, look, you've heard the left say like, oh, we're going to we're going to clean up now in the midterms. It's going to be a blue tsunami, uh, all these things that they keep saying because they think that this is this is their hill to die on. This is, I guess, the entire left's hill to die on. And I keep going, okay, so they are trying to drum up fear and chaos over something that may or may not happen. They don't really know. Right. Because there are a lot of states like we just talked about California that would 
you'd still be able to get abortions. Abortions are not going to be banned in the entire United States. Um, but on the other hand, you still have you have parents who are living through having their schools indoctrinate their children into sexuality issues, uh, you know, having to pay more at the pump and having to pay more at the grocery store. And like they're actually they're being affected right now. Yeah. So I keep thinking like I, I just I don't see I agree with you, Caleb. I don't see the average American going, you know what? The left has done me wrong on every single other thing, but I got to have abortion up to the point of birth. I got to vote for them. Yeah, no, it's amazing that they keep doubling down on going more and more radical. And that's what started this. Like, So it's been, what, almost 50 years, 1973, mm -hmm. yeah. um, since this whole tragedy has happened. And we've had virtually zero movement. Absolutely zero movement. Now, when did we start hearing about things where, you know, the tide were about to change was the Virginia thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. When they were talking, well, when the governor was all talking about, yeah, even up until, you know, after, mm -hmm. you know, birth. Right. We were like, what? And a lot of people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, are, are you kidding me here? Um, then it snowballed. All these other cultural wars that we've been we've been actually winning now is because they keep doubling down and going further. What you just brought up, you know, uh, all this new comprehensive sexuality education in schools, critical race theory, all that stuff. People are like, what the hell is going on? Um, by all means, keep pushing this. I saw Senator Blumenthal uh, say the other day, he was like, um, we need to ensure, you know, and codify abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. Yeah. All nine, that's virtually, what is the percentage of the population that even agrees with that? Zero point zero 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 whatever? Don't. No one agrees with that. No. I mean, there's some crazies out there, but I mean, the but vast majority like, keep don't. Saying that. Keep saying that. Keep I want saying them to that. keep saying that. For sure, keep yeah. saying that. I mean, yeah. when does this, I, I really hate this whole argument now on viability, because they keep going on to that. Well, I saw somebody talk about, you know, what, you know, you know, is every you know all these cases are going to go down to like the question of viability? Viability is the most ridiculous, stupid ass argument I've ever heard in my life. What was the viability in 1973 versus the viability now? So was the law going to constantly shift depending on what what year we're in or whatever scientific advancement we've made? It's dumb, and they know it's dumb. They've got nothing. So now that I'm on this rant here, one of the other like <laughs> I didn't realize what I was doing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Farm bill. Don't get me started. Um, the other thing about uh, they were like, oh, you know, well, states' rights. That's that's how the Confederate states, you know, were able to argue for slavery. Look, okay, so we're going to accept the win we got here, but murder and slavery, I don't think either one of them should be neither federal nor state rights. Yeah. Yeah. We want to get rid of it completely, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. We'll take this win here because it's kind of like the left. They take these little incremental wins, you know, until eventually they get what they want. That's kind of like what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Started in the states, hopefully it goes federal. And then eventually, hopefully, from sea to shining sea, there will be no abortion at all allowed in the country. But we'll get there. Yeah. Did you? Uh, I, I have another clip I want to play because it's it's just these people are horrible, insufferable. But um, but you made me think of yesterday. Elizabeth Warren was like <laughs> just yeah, just shouting, just like <laughs> I can't believe it. Remember the days when she was like, I'm gonna have a beer. We haven't seen those in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just, she's so, oh my God, it was just a disaster. These people are crazy. Um, but okay, I want to play PBS White House reporter uh, Yamichi Alcindor, who 
I guess is just now realizing that like women are pregnant with children and not cantaloupes. Watch. And I talked to another woman who had tears in her eyes and said that she went up to the volunteers to thank them for their work because she said her um, as a woman who's an attorney who has the means and resources that she'll always be able to get an abortion because she'll be able to fly to one of what they're calling the 13 safe states, places that might continue to have abortion mm. like California or New York. But for a lot of vulnerable women, women who are poor, women who are women, women of color, they will be forced to have um, pregnancies that they cannot afford to terminate and pregnancies that will then turn into children that they cannot <gasps> afford. Not pregnancies that will then turn into children. <laughs> oh, no. I prefer the other pregnancies where you just have like dogs or watermelons. Oh, you never know. You know it's a flip of the coin. We had a baby that was born a mop one time. We're like, we didn't see that coming, you know, but it happens. It's useful. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I guess like way more useful than a child who is basically just a walking tornado, especially when they get to be uh, my son's age at 19 months. I'm just like, I just cleaned this. How is there toys all over the place again? Uh, sometimes I'm like, I need the mop. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's funny. Like he, he She said that Biden the other day conceded in one of his remarks that it was, uh, you know, uh, he said, actually said abort a child. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say a clump of cells, mm-hmm. a fetus, or whatever, a child. Yeah. They know this. Biden for sure knows this. He knew this yeah. his entire political career up until now, basically, when it became politically convenient for him it, to say otherwise. It's become so easy. Yeah. You know, this is the party of science that is literally <laughs> saying, oh, the, it's, an, it's a pregnancy that will become a child. They're the party of science that's saying men can't get pregnant now, or they were saying men can get pregnant a week ago, you know, this is the party, it literally has become, our arguments, it's difficult sometimes as somebody who looks at conservative politics because our arguments just become mockery Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. you know, half the comments on Twitter now that you're actually allowed to tweet freely, you know, when this story breaks is that like, well, all the liberals are saying, well, this is, why should men have any say on this issue? Yeah. It's like, well, because for the past year and a half, you've been jamming down everybody's throats. Men can be pregnant, yeah, too. right. And You're now darn this, right they should have a say exactly. if they can get pregnant, too. No, but, you know, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is, is the reason both genders should be able to have a say is because it's not just women, babies, female babies that are being aborted. It's male babies that are being aborted, too. People, you know, those babies need people standing up for their life. And if the left's not going to do it, then the right needs to step in and be more forceful in protecting life. And so the semantics that they think the American people will fall for is moronic. Yeah, it, it really is. It, honestly, you're right. Um, I have just come to the conclusion that I'm very depressed because America really is that stupid mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching the reaction and I'm like... Wow, our public education system has really failed us in so many different ways because these women are just, they have absolutely no idea, nor do they care to learn, Mm -hmm. by the way, which is my other gripe. But uh, I digress. I Look, uh, Jason, you mentioned Joe Biden. I want to get into another comment that he made, but let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we will, uh, we'll be back with that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Genucel. So listen, uh, it's the final days before Mother's Day and time is running out to grab the perfect Genucel gift for all those special women in our lives. Right now, you can save up to 50% on all Genucel products across Genucel.com. This is including their brand new ultra retinol cream, uh, the retinol cream. I love, it's been great for me. Listen, COVID has aged all of us. I was just talking about this to them. I'm like, in this line of work, I feel like I have aged 
a thousand years. And in fact, I'm 95, but I use Genucel, so I look way younger. Uh, their products really do, in all seriousness. They work. They work for me. They can work for you. And we all just need a little bit of a, a little bit of pick-me-up these days after dealing with the last two years. Uh, by the way, during the limited-time Mother's Day sale, every eligible order includes Genucel's immediate effects for results in as little as 12 hours absolutely free. Uh, this is going to be, it combines the anti-aging effects of uh, the meadow foam flower with the hyper-moisturizing effects of hyaluronic acid. They promise you'll look 5, 10, even 15 years younger, guaranteed, or your money back, so you have nothing to lose. You can go to genucel.com slash why. Uh, you're going to get an extra 10% off your order if you join the rewards program, and that is already on top of the up to 50% off sale right now. Get your mom something that she will love. It is genucel.com slash why, genucel.com slash why. So we heard from Eric Swalwell, well, I should say we saw his tweet that we showed on the program yesterday that uh, now that they're talking about Roe v. Wade being overturned, <laughs> that the next will be Republicans are coming after interracial marriage. They're now they're going to try to ban interracial marriage. And you go like, wait, I, I can't. Those dots don't connect. What are you talking about? I, you know, I had to call my Mexican wife right when he tweeted that and said, look, it's been 20 years, hon. <laughs> it was a great it run. It was a great Sorry, run. Sorry, Eric just said so. Yeah. So obviously. Look, we, we better start uh, planning our goodbyes now. <laughs> they're gonna, they're just going to rip us apart from one another. Uh, and it's funny enough, Jason doesn't look too upset about it. Are you watching, honey? <laughs> um, but so, you know, all of these, like, they're taking it to the extreme, but actually we're told by Joe Biden today that uh, overturning Roe v. Wade could lead to LGBT children <laughs> not being allowed in school classrooms and that you are the extreme one. Watch. Well, that got struck down. Griswold was thought to be a bad decision by Bork, and I'm, my guess is the guy's on the Supreme Court now. What happens if you have a state change the law saying that, that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that, is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. In American history. In American history, the most, it is so extreme to want to save children, to want to save the tiny humans. That is it. Now, look, advocating to be able to rip a baby apart limb from limb while you take a, uh, something to puncture its skull and suck out its brains in a vacuum, that is not extreme. All right. The MAGA crowd are the ones who are the most extreme in American history. It, I, I'm like, do, are, do you guys hear yourself speaking? There needs to be some moment in televised news history where, like, and that might be a good moment, where collectively we all agree what he just said is so dumb, it does not deserve any response, any, any retort, and it's just a collective moment of silence across every single <laughs> news channel. Just silence, dead air. What do you say to that? Where does that even come from? That is that is literally a president who is losing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. that is a guy that's not all there. You you imagine JFK getting up and saying something like that? You know, George W. Bush getting up and saying something like that. They make fun of, you know, the way that he talked. I mean, literally implying that saving a baby's life in states that vote to protect it is the same as 
what's going to come in the future, some slippery slope argument that they're going to start kicking all LGBT children out of classrooms. Why? And, well, and I <laughs> what? I know, it literally deserves like, a collective moment of silence. Like everybody just like sitting there going, "You got anything?" And I go like, "Huh?" And so and what? The, the media malpractice on this as well. Like if Trump would have said anything like that, yeah. what was everything they attached to everything he said? Trump said blah 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 without evidence. I mean, they won't do that on on this case. Like, and no, nobody would even ask him what he even meant there. It made no sense. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, you needed that. I think we need. He needs that. Easter Bunny to follow him around to stop him again, <laughs> you know, for saying some of this stupid crap. I really do. I actually even, might prefer that, yes. Uh, Get that the Easter Bunny back involved. It can just always be Easter at the White House. That's yeah, fine. It's Joe Biden. It wouldn't even look out of character. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an Easter Bunny. Follow him around. That's what it does. It's How true. Do it. uh, okay, I want to I wanna throw this up here. Uh, get your take on it, gentlemen. So this the Twitter account Motherboard tweeted out, again, these people lack any so, any sort of self-awareness, misoprostol, which is the abortion uh, medication, the abortion pill, is relatively easy to acquire from veterinary sources, since in addition to medically inducing abortions, it's also used to treat ulcers in horses. Huh. Really? That's interesting. From the same crowd who just told everyone if they took horse pills, they were idiots. That's so that that is so interesting. Wow. It's really stupid to go take a medication from the veterinary clinic or from tractor supply. What a big, dumb idiot. That's not for you. That's for the horse. Oh, but now it's okay when you're trying to kill your own children. Notice how the tweet is still up and not removed for disinformation. I was just about to say yeah. the same thing. If Joe Rogan had said yeah. this, what, a, a couple months ago, he'd yeah. have been kicked off the platform. Which I so think, I think uh, Joe Rogan, I, I'm trying to see if he had a response to this because I really need him to have a response to this. <laughs> I really need him to. The way that he was treated uh, by the media whenever he came out and said, I used ivermectin to treat COVID. Which, by the way, like I, I just want to make this clear. Caleb, I want to get your thoughts on this too, but I just want to make this clear we are talking about a drug that doctors actually prescribed to many Americans to treat COVID, right? Like it, this was prescribed by doctors. It was prescribed to me. It was prescribed to many people I know that like, it's not like we were illegally obtaining it uh, the great majority of the time. And I think the people who went to the veterinary places only went there because their states went crazy and like banned their usage of it, even though their doctors were trying to prescribe it to them. So doesn't really feel like the same thing to me. Doesn't no. really feel like it. No, it's, it's, well, this is their sacred, this is their sacred issue. So for them, they control, if you take a look at some of the donations across the tech industry, I mean, it's like 98%. They're all going to the left. So them coming out and having any sort of accountability on what's on social media, what information is being passed around, you know, I don't think that's going to, I don't think very many women are going to be lining up to be taking horse <laughs> abortion pills, but you know, I, I, who knows? I tell you what, this, that tweet will get taken down in the article, will get them completely deplatformed when the government sponsors research to create a vaccine to not get pregnant. Then they will stop using, you know, they'll, they'll say, oh, these other uh, treatments yeah. or other abortion medications. Then they can't be used. That's a great What point. are you talking about? Yeah, that uh, could kill you. Yeah, I mean. Don't do that. Do this instead. Exactly. That was the only reason that ivermectin got right. shamed. Right. Because the government had a plan. They wanted you to buy their subsidized vaccine mm -hmm. that they were also making money off of. 
And what was that thing now? I mean, Pfizer, what was it, record profits? Mm -hmm. An an insane amount? No kidding, because it was mandated on the public, and you were not allowed to say anything bad about it. I actually just read a, um, from, this is from Del Bigtree over on Twitter, if you guys want to check this out. I don't, I don't have it, but you just made me think of it, that he posted uh, an article about the fact that the polio vaccine is, there is a live polio vaccine that is distributed in parts of the world that is actually causing polio. And to, to course correct the vaccine causing polio, they're, they're just going to get, make another vaccine. And it's like, <laughs> Well, that's quite a business model you have there. Your vaccine is actually causing the thing that it's not supposed to cause, that it's actually supposed to prevent. And you're going to get double paid because then you're going to go and, and create another one. But don't worry, I'm sure this one just works just booster. fine. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's just incredible. We need a Blaze TV vaccine department. Because this is big business. I, I mean, know. after seeing what happened with Pfizer it's and Moderna, smart. we should just do it. It's Take the smart. Leap. It's smart. And then you go, okay, well, it has a high effective uh, rate, like in the 90s. And then when they, that doesn't realize, it's like, all right, well, we may have been a little off on that one, but don't worry if you just Wait, take another oh, one. Was it? it was like in the teens, wasn't it? Yeah. I would just think there's other steps to take to stop getting pregnant other than, you know, taking horse abortion pills. Like maybe not having a whole bunch of sex unprotected really? before you're ready to have a family. Hmm. Maybe that's better than taking a, you know, horse abortion horse pill. <laughs> but huh. call me crazy. I don't know. That seems a little, that seems a little tinfoil hat, I, I, Caleb. I think so. Like, yeah. That's, I, now realize why, but, I now realize why Joe Biden calls you an extremist. Yeah. That's a very radical position to take. Yeah. Taking actual like accountability for your own actions and things. I don't think uh, modern day Americans even that doesn't even cross their minds. Well, if you've been on TikTok lately, that makes sense. But, you know. <laughs> From normal people. Right, right, right. Um, all right, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and take a take a break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So uh, here's the deal, guys. If you are living in constant pain, what you may not realize is that the underlying cause is inflammation. And if you don't defeat the inflammation, it can cause permanent damage, but also be very, very, very uh, troublesome. It just it affects your everyday life, right? Like when you're in pain, you're grumpy. You don't want to do things. You sit on the couch more. Maybe you're shorter with your spouse. Uh, It can affect every facet of your life. That is why you need to try Omega XL. It is backed by 35 years of clinical research and it attacks the inflammation that is actually causing your pain. So you're not going and you're rubbing on a topical cream, which might feel great in the moment, but then you're right back to hurting again. Omega XL is going to neutralize that inflammation instead. Uh, It is a powerful uh, essential fatty acid combination from the waters of New Zealand, which Sometimes you men will say it's natural, so it must not work. But no, I'm here to tell you it does. It has worked for me. It has worked for Pat Gray, who also uh, works here. He couldn't even hold a coffee mug at one point. He was, his elbow was hurting so bad. He started taking Omega XL, and within a week, it was so much better. You got to try it. It can really, really change your life. Order Omega XL now and get a second bottle for free. It is OmegaXL.com news. That is OmegaXL.com news. Documents obtained in a Freedom of Information Act request from a company uh, called Cyber. They run a cybersecurity podcast hosted by Vice's motherboard, which is cute because we just showed a tweet from them earlier. Uh, This actually (laughs) revealed that the CDC 
bought access to location data harvested from tens of millions of phones in the United States to perform an analysis of compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K-12 schools, and specifically monitor the effectiveness of policy uh, in the Navajo Nation. They paid data broker, the CDC did, SafeGraph, $420,000 for one year's access to this location data. Uh, this was 20 million, at least 20 million active cell phone users per day across the United States. And uh, guys, I, ju I just, this is completely insane. Uh, cybersecurity researcher Zach Edwards uh, made the comment that the CDC seems to have purposefully created an open-ended list of use cases, which included monitoring curfews, neighbor-to-neighbor -neighbor visits, visits to churches, schools, and pharmacies, and also a variety of analysis with this data specifically focused on uh, violence. So I just would just like to point out, border between the United States and Mexico, totally open, totally fine for these people to come in and we are not tracking them at all. Actual American citizens who are being unconstitutionally told to lock down definitely should track their data uh, and, and their location. Doesn't seem completely right to me. But the vaccine passport that you guys are conspiracy theorists. Right. If you think yeah. that, if that's even going to happen or right. if that can be abused. Yeah. Um, this is uh, big government in action. And this is how people that like progressives, big government people like the Biden administration, this is what they do, right? So they know that there's certain things they can't get done constitutionally. It's like they can't, you know, say, hey, well, I'm, I'm going to decree a vaccine mandate, you know, and if you if your workers or employees don't do it, then, you know, uh, then you have to fire them. Well, they can't do that. So they get OSHA to do it instead. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they can't order the FBI to, to spy on Americans or the NSA. There's a lot of, you know, red tape to, to you know, like uh, FISA courts and stuff like that. You can't spy on Americans. Let's just get the CDC to do it instead. This is the danger of the bureaucracy and why probably 75 to 95% of it needs to just go away. Mm -hmm. You can start with the Department of Education just because. Um, I'd love to see them go. But this is how they do these things. It is, it's a danger. Now, I would assume a lot of that data that, this, that they purchased was collected uh, through people that authorize their data being tracked. Mm -hmm. This is also the danger between public-private you know, partnerships, partnerships yeah. and working together. But when you take a look at the society we live in today with corporations getting to be so big and our lives being transformed into everything you do is tracked. And if you don't believe it, you're naive. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one of the bigger lies or at least misunderstandings uh, within the American public is that we are free as a people. We are not free. We are regulated and watched from a distance. The question is, is what is that distance between you and the government? Mm -hmm. You know, there, that freedom, that notion that you are a free American who can just get up and do whatever you want. Yeah, that is not true. If the, if the government wants to have information on you, they will. And if it violates your right to privacy, if it violates your general rights that, you know, you have as an American citizen, they will find a way around it. Because mm -hmm. what are you going to do to fight it? Right. What, are you, what are you as an individual going to do against them? And that's what you're seeing here is you don't have a right to privacy. That was what's crazy is that the people that are leading this charge now are, were the hippies in the 60s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You couldn't force them to get mm -hmm. a vaccine. They'd be like, hell no. What are you talking about? Woo. You know, like, <laughs> the, no. You, you, if you told them the government was spying on you, like it was outed in the, I can't remember the commission, but when they were spying on like MLK and, and mm -hmm. people like that, they were freaking out. Now they're like, oh, it's okay. It's good. Yeah.
good on him. I, I just don't get this switch. It's nuts. Yeah. Uh, do you guys ever, like, you're having a conversation with someone about, uh, you know, uh, oh, I need to visit that website or, oh, I need to buy that particular product and you've never looked it up in your oh, life yeah. and then all of a sudden you start seeing it in your yeah. social media ads and I'm just like, okay, this is, yeah, maybe it's a little convenient, but really, really creepy. Like, way more creepy than convenient. Well, you want to see creepy is. You know, get on a political campaign. I just got off one as as uh, mid, you know as uh, primaries are ending, and you're going to talk with people about opposition research mm. and the amount of information that they can go find about a particular person, a person who wants to serve in you know public office or serve their community, and you're going to have somebody, oftentimes from the same side, finding information that we are willingly putting out there. Mm. If they want to do that for political purposes or, or whatever, for a city council race or a, a, a school board member race or, or even higher, then just imagine what the government can do. If the government wants to get you, the government will get you. Glenn Beck always says there should have been a television show where they offered people, you know, that notion, well, if I'm not doing anything wrong, you know, I don't have a problem with right. the government searching. Well, yeah, get, put a television show together. Put, put a million-dollar thing together and say, if we're going to find one felony that you've committed, and if we find one felony, felony that you've committed, you don't get that million dollars, most people wouldn't be able to pass that. Mm -hmm. Because it, the government has the ability to find and prosecute you in any way they want. And this is the beginning of it. And you hit on perfectly when you said the public-private partnership, yeah. because like the government already is in a public-private partnership with a lot of these platforms like Twitter. I mean, they, they, they help them get away with a lot of things they do, and in return, they do the government's bidding, like Twitter's yeah. shadow banning you know, opinions that they don't like. Um, real quickly, like the, the Google thing is absolutely terrifying. So they created the Google browser. They're like, oh, let's make money off of all these ads. But they're like, oh, we got a problem. They're using these other web browsers. No problem. Uh, uh, we'll uh, just create Chrome, right? So they created Chrome. That way, no matter what, you didn't have to type anything in Google for them to track you. Everything, because you're using their browser, yeah. was being tracked. But then they're like, wait a minute. Now they're not, they're, 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 now they're using phones and they're not sitting at their computer using their browser, so let's make a Google phone. Yeah. Mm. That's the whole reason why they created Chrome and the Google phones. Yeah, they're, not, a, they're a marketing company. It's insane. It's a data collection company. And now what it was like, 90, like not 90%, but a large percentage of the people that go and work for Google, they'll also take time out and go work in a Democrat you know, uh, administration, Biden administration, Obama administration. It's, mm -hmm. it's insane. They, yeah. Yeah, they, they really don't, I mean, the CDC thing is just, you know, even one of the more overts, but if you really want to look at how really deep this rabbit hole goes, look at big tech and their partnership, their public-private partnerships with big tech. It's nuts. Yeah, I um, do. Either of you own any sort of uh, device that I, I don't want to make it A L E X A. If anyone's watching, it's going to yeah. like go off. Uh, do you guys have those? Yeah. I, okay, so we so I have one it was, unplugged. <laughs> th so that's what I was going to say. So it was given to us uh, for free. And uh, like my husband wanted in a, I don't know what he was at. And so we brought it and we're like, I mean, I guess we can let our older son listen to music on it. But every time, man, I see it and it's plugged in, I'm like, nope, that yeah. sucker's coming unplugged, right? I can't stand for it to be plugged in when we're just going about our everyday stuff. I'm like, I know someone is listening to everything that is going on in here, without a doubt. Oh yeah, for sure it is. That's so creepy. On the Google thing, if you ever do like the hey Google and then just answer it, you know, because it does it all, yeah, it's yeah. like a Siri thing. Yeah. You can go into your settings and it's got all of those questions that you said all oh, yeah. recorded. Just oh. go and you can listen yeah. to them. Yeah, we've li we, we actually, we've listened to them because we listened to my older son ask uh, to play music and whenever he has it on, the, the toddler will go in there and like press the button to ask it a question and then like babble a bunch of stuff. And so we get to see what Alexa, sorry, what it's tr <laughs> what it's translated, whatever his babble jargon is, and it's always like refrigerator. 
And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're asking. So like that part of it is kind of entertaining. But, but unplug them when you're not using them. Uh, all right, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back. You just caused tons of devices. I know. Hey, you did it too. <laughs> Comedian Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage last night at the Hollywood Bowl during the Netflix is a joke festival. Uh, apparently this was done by 23 year old Isaiah Lee, who was holding a plastic replica gun that contained a knife blade, which is weird. I don't know why you would disguise a knife with a gun. I, I don't know. I can't work that one out in my head. But um, but he was taken into custody, and uh, here's here's I guess the Make moment that it happens. He just climbs on stage and rushes him, and then a bunch of people come out and and grab him. And actually, there's a picture that surfaced on social media of him being carted away in a, a hospital. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, an ambulance because a bunch of people, I guess, were they they let him have it. Do you and see his arm? His arm was yeah. like. Bent in ways your arm is not supposed to be bent. Yeah. But I guess that's what happens when you do that. Now, it's interesting because um, obviously we, we don't have any sort of uh, information on why he did this. Um, but it was interesting because Dave Chappelle cracked a joke after it happened that like that was a trans man because he has received a lot of hate from uh, the trans community for making jokes, which by the way, he makes jokes at everyone's expense. I don't recall hearing like the white man community come out and you know threaten Dave Chappelle because he's cracked a joke about them or anyone else. Uh, it just seems to be the trans community. So we'll find out more. I don't know, I'm just saying, I just, the America is not okay. The left is not okay. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of anger uh, bubbling around these I, days. I got to eat a little crow on this one because uh, I, when the Will Smith stuff happened at the Oscars, I was talking with a couple of comedian friends of mine, like big time comedians, uh, and they were like, we're actually kind of concerned that this might happen to us. And I was like, shut up. Nobody's going to brush the stage and go after you. And it's like, actually, you know, may, that might be a, a bigger threat uh, than yeah. what we realized. If, if people are offended by one of your jokes yeah. and they feel empowered now to get up there and just confront the comedian. I mean, this is what big, you know, Seinfeld was talking about this for a long time. I, I think it was Chris Rock, but they're not doing college campuses anymore because people can't take a joke. Mm -hmm. People can't, you know, that and in combination with. There's a lot of mental illness out there right now. Mm -hmm. It is, and it seems like it's growing yeah. significantly. I don't know what in the world is happening, but it just seems like people are not right. I, so I would, Jason, I want to get your thoughts on that, but I always feel like it can be tied back to kind of what we talked about at the beginning of the program, this, this desensitization of like appreciating life at all in general, right? Like, I just don't think, I think people are just taught that life doesn't matter. And when life doesn't matter, it doesn't matter all the way around, right? All yeah. across the board. Like, who cares if I'm violent towards this person because he hurt my feelings? Because what do I care about his life? I've been told that, like, I shouldn't care about life at all. Yeah, well, I mean, there was this uh, cultural, mar cultural Marxist uh, Fabian Society uh, academic back in the what, 30s or 40s that said the whole point of their strategy now with cultural Marxism was to make everything, make the culture so bad in the United States that it actually would physically stink. 
Um, mm. And that's exactly what it is. And I completely agree with you. I think there's this, you know, severe, you know, disrespect for human life. Mm -hmm. I think you can go all the way back to well. First of all, if I really want to get religious on you guys, I'd go back to 1962 when they banned school prayer. Um, they when they took uh, you know people's religion out of schools and didn't let them practice in schools, and I think that severely damaged the com uh, the country. You go from from there that kicked off you know free love, free sex, yeah. all this crazy stuff. Then the abortion movement really kicked in. 1973, Roe v. Wade, catastrophic. Um, toward now, I just was watching a libs of TikTok video where the women were talking about uh, incinerating the aborted babies and using that for electricity. Um, and, and seriously, I mean, what? that's how bad. I mean, they don't respect. That's Holocaust levels. Yeah, they don't yeah. respect human life. There was one lady goes, oh, "I'm doing more than that." She goes, "I'm eating a dead baby right now out of uh, out of this can." She was eating some soup or something like that. Like that's but it, not funny. It's not funny at all. Oh, no, it's, it's but they don't seriously. But you're correct. There's a so, there's a severe disrespect for human life in the country right now, and I think it's 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 domino effect is all over the place. Yeah, that's it right there. Oh, let's Absolutely watch that. Nuts. Aborted babies being burned and then used for electricity. I hope they are. Jesus, I am so f***ing tired of seeing this. You know what? I hope so. I hope so. I sure hope so. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. I can just imagine the f***ing snowflakes with that one. <laughs> oh, no. I just eat mine straight from the can. Mmm. I don't think we should be asking, are they being burned and used for electricity? I think we should be asking, why aren't they being burned and used for electricity? Reuse. Reuse. Recycle. And burn them. Ooh, sustainable energy. I love the advocacy. We should try it if we have it. Portable charger. Give me your feet. Does the culture stink, or does it stink? Oh, jeez. These are literal are demons. Are these real people? Yeah, these this are literal is, demons. Yeah, literally, like, mental illness, uh, possession, like, there is, that is not, those are not real people. I, I refuse to believe those are real people. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it is, well, it's interesting, too, because to kind of go back to what you said earlier, Caleb, I, I don't, like, I don't know anyone like that. No. Where are these people living? No. Where, where, do they, where do they reside? Because I want to make sure that I stay way the hell away from them. Yeah. I don't, I don't see them. I mean, you have that on top of, and just going back to Chappelle, of this, this the left strategy now, is it's a, it's a victimhood you yeah. know, strategy. That's what it's yeah, all about. Yeah, you get oppression points. Yeah, you got to identify who, who are the oppressed, who are the oppressors, separate them all apart, and then put them against each other. Mm -hmm. And so they literally think this is like a life or death thing, like, oh my gosh, all these things. So when you have a comedian that's just doing what comedians have been doing since, you know, zero, you know, since 300 BC or whatever, all of a sudden, oh, that's the oppressor. I'm the victim, and I have to attack. That, that, that's the, I mean, they're, they're teaching this to our kids in school. Yeah. That's how they're, they're trying, they're teaching them to think that way from school. Yeah. So this is just going to get worse. Yeah. It really is. Uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back. In discussing how, just how stupid 
and also angry the left has become. I wanted to share some uh, reactions to all of this Roe versus Wade news. Uh, by the way, this first one gets a little graphic, so if you have small children in the room, you may want to, uh, to not play this in front of them. But uh, here's this first one talking about a baby in the womb. Uh, she says, this is, by the way, an older lady. She says, sorry, not a human yet. If that was the case, every time you masturbated into that sock and washed it, you'd be guilty of killing a human too. Um, so when I say an older lady, I, I mean an older lady who apparently has children and still doesn't understand like basic reproduction. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not at all how any of this works. But they're really dumb. And as Jason pointed out, the education system has completely failed them. Uh, here's another one. The same racist and misogynistic people who wanted to keep slavery, prevent blacks and women from voting, stop interracial marriage, make LGBTQ illegal, not allow women to own property or have credit are wanting this law. More rights will be taken. Vote blue, you are next. Yeah, that actually was, that, that was who the Democrats. Who that? That, that slavery like... That slavery stuff was the Democrats. But again, but right, but like they're, they're just so dumb and they're so... Uh, hyperbolic, that just everything is just, it's the end. It's going to be the handmaid's tale. No proof, but they'll say it anyway. Uh, by the way, here's a, a great one. Civil rights are, aren't state issues. They are rights for every individual. Well, last I checked, uh, killing your own baby is not a civil right. And then my, one of my other favorites, an email that I got uh, at my company, by the way, they keep spamming my company. Uh, I said, if you live in a red state and, and drive to a blue state to get an abortion, stay there. They said, so poor women with no means should just do this, have an abortion. You're a nasty blank and one of your kids looks blank. Product of inbreeding, go F yourself. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.